Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday, the 15th of October. Thank God it's Friday. And as usual, with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. And if you need to, you can always pause the slideshow here and read our disclaimer in full. And if you're watching on a video or listening on a podcast, you can head on over to our website, www.marcustoday.com.au to read the disclaimer there. And if you're not yet a member of the Marcus Day community, we'd love to have you along for the ride. We'd love to show you what we can do. You can sign up on the website for a two-week free trial and give us a go. All right, well, last night we saw a pretty impressive rally from the US markets. Now, the Dow Jones is only 2% below its all-time highs, so it's not impossible to think that we're going to see that breached in the next few sessions as reporting season continues. Dow Jones, for the record, closed up 1.56%, 535 points to 34,913 closing in on that 35,000 level. NASDAQ up 252 points, or 1.73%, 14,823. And the S&P 500 up in the middle for diddle, but only just 1.71%, 74 points to 44.38. Good corporate results. We also saw bond yields in the US ease back slightly, so that was good for the market and general bullishness and optimism pervading at the moment. So uh, certainly a good performance all round. The oil price helping as well. Uh, We saw energy stocks doing well. We had Brent crude up 1%, 82 cents to $84. That is the global benchmark. Forget WTI, but that was up 1.08%, 87 cents to 81.31. But Brent crude is really the one to watch there. As a result of all this optimism and bullishness, SPY futures up 46 points, or 0.63% to 7,335, building on yesterday's gains, which, to be honest, was a bit damp squibby at the end. At one stage, uh, the market was up around 90-odd points, closing only around, what was it, 40-odd points higher. So it uh, did have a bit of a 410 match-out dummy spit, uh, closed off around 20 or 30 points just in that uh, last few Uh, seconds of the match out so maybe we'll uh, kick a little bit higher today but it is Friday and uh, people won't want to go home too bullish over the weekend just in case so some enthusiasm it may be time to curb that enthusiasm just slightly but the VIX index definitely had its enthusiasm curbed down at 9.5 percent back down to 16.86 remember 16 to 22 is the range on the VIX And that is the measurement of option pricing on the CBOE uh, through uh, insurance taking a place in put options so and call options as well. So no one really wants to hold options over the weekend. You do get time decay for those two days that the market isn't open. So that uh, also affects the bullishness of the VIX. So probably see that a little bit lower in coming days as well. Maybe test that 16 level. Commodities, though, we've talked oil, gold up $3.20, 17.97 spot 90, nearly $1,800. That has a certain ring to it, up 0.18%. Iron ore also doing well yesterday, up 1.94%, $2.40 to $126, which seems about right 
and uh, that seems to be where it was for a long time before it went nuts and hit 230 and then collapsed to 90. Maybe this is kind of equilibrium, but we shall see. Aussie dollar also doing well at the moment, 74.17. So that is going to take some of the optimism out of commodities. Of course, they're priced in US dollars mainly, uh, but that certainly will help at the Bowser in petrol prices as we're seeing those uh, petrol prices push higher as restrictions ease, at least in New South Wales and Victoria to come. In other commodities last night, we had copper doing well at 1.7%, nickel up 2.4%, aluminium up 3.4%, zinc having an absolute storming session. I think that's the highest it's been since 2007, 2008, up 3.5%, lead up 1.5%, and tin hit an all-time high, 1.92% up, was higher than that, did come off a little bit. So that's doing pretty well. Uh, Coal up 2.7% as well, and uh, that's about it from the commodity front of things. S&P 500, there you can see, it was good, very good, and kept going was also very good. So we did see some more US bank numbers coming out last night. And amazingly, they've been making truckloads of money on the back of uh, strong equity markets and lots of M&A activity. Hard to believe, isn't it? All right, major stories last night. Dow now 2% off its all-time high. And wild weather has sparked ship backlog from Shenzhen to Singapore. Although President Biden has now opened the LA port at, uh, for 24-7 to try and ease that backlog with many ships parked out at sea at the moment. Asia is grabbing more European fuel oil to ease energy crisis. And the Chinese Premier, uh, Li Keqing, oh, let's not go there. Chinese Premier vows to ensure power supply for manufacturers. Uh, this is after uh, some manufacturers had their production targets uh, basically uh, taken off the table and uh, told to keep going as uh, the uh, power has been a bit of a problem in China on the back of not getting enough coal and oil and gas. Microsoft shuts LinkedIn in China, citing challenging climate, and Moderna booster backed by US panel. France says US Europe must discuss differing views on China. Thanks, France. European... Um, and Chinese developers account for around half of global distressed debt. Biden's plans to ease supply shortages before the holidays may not be enough, some analysts have said, to unblock the tangle of the uh, port situation in the US. And the IEA, the International Energy Agency, says soaring national, natural gas and coal prices forcing power generation companies and manufacturers to switch to using oil. And Chinese coal imports surge and prices continuing to hit fresh records. The Federal Reserve's Bowman warns that structural changes could impair a full labour market recovery and push up prices. And Larry Summers, a former Treasury Secretary, has been warning that central banks have become too woke and that maybe they are going to let the inflation cat out of the bag and get too established before moving on rates. What's on today? Not a huge amount. Business New South uh, New Zealand manufacturing PMI for September. The market will be on tenterhooks for that one. BHP up 3.8% in the US. Rio up 3%, so expect that to follow through 
in our market today. In the US, the 10-year yield down to 1.51%. Australia saw a bit of a fall yesterday, back down to 1.62%, but I see that could be a little bit more pressured in the coming sessions, getting back towards parity with the US perhaps. Germany are still negative 0.19% though. In the US, some of the big movers and shakers were Tesla up 0.9, Apple up 0.2, Alphabet up 2.6, Microsoft up 2.2, and it's hip to be square up 1.9% with the New York Stock Exchange Fang Plus Index up 1.2%. Mining stocks overseas, we saw Freeport McMoran up 3.8%, Alcoa up 0.4%, Tech Corp down 0.7, Anglo-American up 3.4 and Glencore up 3.37%. And there was news on CNBC recently that Virgin has pushed, Virgin Galactic has pushed back uh, its uh, flights into space and is doing more testing. That saw the stock down around 14%. Westpac is predicting Sydney house prices to rise 27% this year. And zinc hits its highest price since 2007. Tin hit a record high and pulled back a little bit. Uh, some of the winners there could be uh, Metals X, which has that big tin mine in Tasmania. Sightminder is raising around $600 million in a $1.36 billion valuation from its IPO. And BTI, which is Baylador, has a holding in Sightminder, so that will have relevance for their NTA. Is Adriatic Metals a takeover target? Now Samphire is sold out. Certainly that's the scuttlebutt in the AFR today. And South 32 could be interested, but maybe a little tied up with Sierra Gorda that it just bought for $1.55 billion uh, yesterday. Kathy Wood back in the newspapers saying Bitcoin could top $500,000. And Virgin crashes on delays. Talk to that one. Judith Nielsen has sold another $292 million worth of platinum asset management, PTM, the stock code there, at 3 bucks in a placement she did last night. And BGH, which is a private equity group, Ben Gray, is uh, going all chicken run, closing in on buying Hazeldean. Not good news for ING, which some analysts suggested that buying Hazeldean could be a catalyst for a bit of a re-rating for Ingham's. But uh, that is not looking as if it's going to happen. There would have been some ACCC concerns, perhaps, for Ingham's buying Hazeldean. And Vulcan closes its book early for its steel float. This is not Vulcan Energy. This is Vulcan Steel. And it's raising $371 million at $7.10. It's valued at around $933 million. And city analysts yesterday were warning about Australian earnings as China slows. It sees only 3% upside to the ASX 200. Question of the day today, is the correction over? Have we seen the little wobble and are we all back on track or is there more wobbles to come? We shall see, but uh, just like to hear your thoughts and ideas on that in the Facebook discussion group. Always good group. Thanks very much for listening. Head on over to that group if you want to partake in any of the discussions or share your thoughts or insights there. We've got 3,500 plus members on that group, so it's a really great group over there. Very valuable resource for members. And uh, don't forget tonight, Ask the Analyst at 5 p.m. I'll be looking at five stocks to kick things off. And then it's over to you for about an hour of fun and games, talking uh, fast money round, talking stocks and uh, ideas on that tonight. Now, if you're listening to this on a podcast 
and you haven't yet signed up to Marcus today, or you're watching this on a video and you're not part of the community, we'd love to have you on board. MarcusToday.com.au is the place to register for a 14-day free trial. And don't forget, today is the closing day of the great Marcus Today stock picking competition. So that's uh, really exciting for those of you that have entered there with a $3,000 prize money cash for the winning members pick. And I think it's 1500 bucks for a non-members pick. That's it from me today. Have a great day and have a great weekend.